Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, welcome to season two, episode two of On Air with me, your host, Abigail Ratchford. So today is actually Valentine's Day, and that's ironic because today's episode is going to be about the most dreaded B word on the planet, which is breakups. How to navigate them, how to move on, and how to reemerge as your best self yet. What's going on in Abigail's life? I'm so (laughs) curious. (laughs) So before we get into everything about breakups, let's just catch up what we've been up to, what I've been up to. Um, So this past weekend, today is is today Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Today is Tuesday, but Saturday night, I actually celebrated my birthday, which was Sunday. It was on the Super Bowl, the 12th. Um, and what did I do? Oh, I went to Cosmodera. Have you guys been? No. That's never been. so good. I've never tried. Is it? Where is it's it? It's on Sunset. Oh. It's really, really good. It's like a, a high-end kind of Mexican restaurant, but it's brand new, so it's packed. It's like a scene. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was so fun. Um, so me and just maybe like six of my girlfriends, we, of course, got all glammed up, got like all the paparazzi staged photos going <laughs> in. Like, what? We didn't know you'd be here. <laughs> I saw your IG posts. They were so fire. Thank you. <laughs> um, outfit. Where was the outfit from? I think it was um, Rev Boutique. Cute. Cute. The so jumpsuit? Cute. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That was a big hit. <laughs> <laughs> Crowd favorite. <laughs> um, and then what else did we do? Oh, I made all these plans apparently when I was out Saturday night to go to like these Super Bowl parties the day after and I ended up just sleeping the whole day. I was like, everyone was so hungover. After we went to the restaurant, we went to Off Sunset. Um, have you been? I've never. It's like a little like lounge club, I guess. And somebody bought us a table, and we have no idea who it was. The owner came over. He's like, "Where's the birthday girl?" I'm like, "Me." He's like, "Some guy over there just bought you guys this table," and we're like, "Where?" He's like, "I don't know." He he's disappeared. He left. He bought so you a table. If you're watching this, mystery man, thank you for that table. It was <laughs> came in handy that night. Oh, we all had so much champagne. Oh <laughs> I love when that happens. I'm like. Yeah. Someone like does something really kind for you, act of kindness, and you just like they don't expect anything. In I return. know, like they didn't want any kind of mm-hmm. credit or anything. I'm like, <laughs> who's this person lurking in the shadows? <laughs> Have you ever had someone like buy your meal for you in a drive-through before? Yes, uh, I oh think so. Gosh. At like Starbucks or something. Yes, yeah. I used to always do that at coffee shops. I felt uh, like such a good person, and then they'd be like, "Oh, they actually just got like a twenty-dollar like order," and I'm like, "Oh," as I'm paying for my like two-dollar like black coffee. I'm like, "Yeah, it's fine. Um, just." put it on the card (laughs) oh my god oh that's funny um and then that's pretty much it I'm trying to think I didn't do anything like I said for the Super Bowl I was just we got home pretty late Saturday night I think my friends went to an after party but I was just like I always pulled the Irish exit I'm like guys I'll be right back I had to just use the bathroom I'm like see ya (laughs) you're in your bed 10 minutes later (laughs) see you guys the Irish exit is the way to go yeah Yeah, I I hate saying goodbye because then it's a whole thing yeah you end up staying for an extra like half hour just saying goodbye to everyone and it's like I could have been in bed by now I know and then they try to like somebody tries to convince you just stay out a little bit longer I'm like no I really mm-hmm. don't want to. The secret is waiting till they're drunk enough, and then you're like, I'll meet you at the next spot. Oh, yeah. And then you never do. That's and they never idea. follow up because they're too drunk. They forgot they about forgot it. forgot all about it. Yeah. That's actually really smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, yeah, so I think that's it. The yeah. birthday. Did you watch the Rihanna halftime show? I didn't see it, like, in its entirety. I was kind of tuning in to, like, different, I don't know, parts yeah. of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I heard it was great she's pregnant obviously yeah. which is pretty cool it's, is it confirmed that she's pregnant though? yeah yeah okay she, yeah i saw some people being like oh is it like post baby is it mm-hmm. like 
what's going on. Didn't she on. just have a baby like a day ago? I think, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think her, I think she gave birth, I think her first baby was, I believe, baby. maybe May. Yeah, like less than a year ago. Was it? Yeah, you know. I looked months? it up because I was like, I felt like she had her baby like not even three yeah. months yeah. ago. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? She like, must have. So yeah. yeah. That was May. I got right back into it. But you know what? A lot of people now I'll say are like, once they're the age where they can conceive and they know they're, you know what I mean? They're like, let's just do it. Like I have family like that. They're like, I knew I want three kids. I don't want to wait any longer. Like I'm just going to have the third one now. (laughs) That's like my youngest brother and sister. They're Irish twins. So they're like 13 months apart. One is in May and one's in June. So they're almost literally 12 months apart. One's in June. I know. Gemini. Love it. Yeah. Oh my god, that's iconic though. I, yeah. I thought she did an amazing show. But there was a lot of a lot of hate online. Yeah. I don't know why. Because people really expected her to be pregnant and like break dancing and I'm like Yeah. Like, okay. Girl. And yeah. if she was more like theatrical and dancing and stuff, people would say stuff about that too. Like exactly. she's not even worried about the safety of her unborn child. Exactly. Like, no matter what, yeah. people will talk shit. Like you cannot make people happy. Yeah. I mean know? she was already suspended like hundred feet into the air. So. Yeah, yeah, right. What else do you want? <laughs> She's doing a whole Harnesses, lot Harnesses, right yeah, like floating <laughs> over the ground. That's insane. Oh my gosh. But yeah, crazy weekend for Abigail. Yes, it was. <laughs> I know, it, it. my entire birthday was like completely overshadowed by the Super Bowl, so. Because <laughs> mine has never fallen. Usually the Super Bowl is like a weekend before mine. Okay. It's usually like February like 6th-ish kind of, and this year mine fell right on it. So, so many people were like, what are you doing this weekend? Like, and I, w- I was like, for my birthday? They're like, no, I meant for the Super Bowl. I'm like, well, it's my birthday, too. <laughs> so You're that's like, come correct. correct. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, that game that's on Sunday? No. <laughs> yeah. Again, that little that, football game. That yeah. little game where the boys just run around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so we're obviously filming on Valentine's Day. There's literally a, a chocolate fountain in a room, like, two feet away from us. <laughs> but, um. What are like what's some advice on navigating breakups that like either you've experienced or the people around you have experienced and like lessons you learn, stories you have, like give us the juice, give us the tea, <laughs> help us in our <laughs> journey of finding tea. love. <laughs> um, let me think. So I've been in a few long t- I would say like long term for me is like two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very long. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's like three months. In this day and age. <laughs> Out in, uh, yeah, in LA, that's like ex- very, very that's long. That's like 10 years like in LA lifetime. time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to just maybe go off of my last relationship, which was like, that was the first time I ever lived with somebody. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that relationship, it didn't like end horribly or anything. We just ended up wanting two different lives kind of. And I feel like sometimes that could happen. Like we become a little bit too, maybe I'm speaking for everybody, but like as a woman, sometimes it's easy to kind of like put the other person before you and maybe Absolutely. put your own stuff like on the back burner. And you just kind of are like, you know, I want to like, you know, play like this like role and mm-hmm. be the best girlfriend and stuff. And then you're like, fast forward a year, you're like, where the hell, like, where's Abigail? Where's my goals, my mm-hmm. dreams? And it's not their fault. You know, it's, they're not telling you to like do this stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe for me, that was like the biggest lesson I learned in my last relationship is like just to always kind of keep my own independence. And we, we definitely moved in way too soon. Yeah. Like that was, but it was kind of like the perfect storm of like, we were dating, we started dating in February of 2020. So Mm. right before COVID, the world was shutting down. Yeah. So fast forward to August, my lease is about to be up and he lived in San Diego. So he would drive up to see me like two or three times a week. And then he's like, you know, because everything was shut down at this point, mm-hmm. August 2020. Like, it was like ghost town. Yeah. Nothing was going on. And he's like, what about if we just get a place together? I'm like, oh, my God, this seems like it's, like, too soon. But, again, it was, like, the mixture of the world and everything. And I was like, you know yeah. what? Maybe, like, a yeah. little bit of stability would be, like, nice right now with all this, right. like, uncertainty. So I moved down there. We got a place. And then it was just, like, the reality hit. Like, oh, my God, like. I'm not living in LA anymore. I'm in San Diego. And then when things started to kind of reopen, it was like, okay, I I had to drive back up to LA for shoots and stuff. And I'm like, what did I do? Like, oh my God. I feel like that happened a lot in COVID with a lot of couples that like, you know, maybe, I don't know the case for you, but could have worked out, but they like kind of were in a weird place in the world and in time where they 
maybe did rush in and move in together and then they're like oh there's nothing I can't leave the house like there's no separation and is that like and it's not to say you aren't great together but it's just like can this Mm -hmm. work you know you didn't really get the same kind of timing that everyone else got when you start a relationship during COVID. It was almost like being on like a dating show where they kind of like (laughs) speed up the process of dating from like zero to a hundred. It's like Love Island, but just the two of you. Yeah, just the two of you. Yes, exactly. Oh my God. That's pretty much what it was. It was just like, okay, now, now real life hits, you know, like this is what you're dealing with. This is like all like the, you know, flowers and butterflies Mm -hmm. and stuff. It's like, gone and it's like this is what life would be like with each other and again he's not a bad person but we just wanted it became very apparent that we just wanted two different things you know and I think that that was like a big lesson for me just to be like okay next time when I get involved with somebody I really need to pace the relationship you know like Mm -hmm. go slower yeah and always again keep my own your own thing thing as like number one you know, because you can't really show up for somebody else. Absolutely. If yeah. you don't. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's like life. very good that you came to that yeah. term on your own too. And it didn't take like some messy breakup where then no. you're like, well, who am I? I don't know what I want anymore. Like yeah. it's a good thing that while you're in the relationship, you're like, hmm, yeah. what happened to this thing I used to love and exactly. this person I used to hang out with? Like, yeah, yeah no, for sure. Tough. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Um, I cannot even imagine being in a two year relationship. Yeah. Like, is like, what's what's your mindset at that point? Also, like, sorry, I'm I could get so deep into this, just uh-huh. like a relationship in general, because my body's not familiar with that. But like, what like in that moment where you're like, okay, this isn't working after two years? Like, yeah. Is it panic? Is it stress? Is it anxiety? Like, where's your mind at with that? Yeah, it was more so, like, the last six months of it that, like, I had mentally checked out, and he kind of knew that, but it was, it's hard to, like, undo everything, again, when you're living together. Mm-hmm. That was, like, and I have so much stuff. I'm, like, oh, my God. Just, the like, the idea of kind of undoing the whole unity, like, living and the stuff we had built was just, like, overwhelming, and I'm, like, mm-hmm. you start to justify, like, was it really this bad? Like, he's a good guy. He's, like, not a, che-. you know what I mean? You're, mm-hmm. you're, like, but then you're, like, but I'm not happy, so yeah, yeah. absolutely it kind of takes like a lot of just you have to just be like I just know that there's like something better on the other side of this yeah. and just because he's a good person and a good catch and stuff doesn't mean he's like good for me yeah you know doesn't uh, totally. mean he's the best for me 100 percent. so yeah and sometimes you yeah. meet people like that if date people like that just to learn that lesson yes. and like kind of realize like I mean it's what everyone always says too you can love someone so much and it can still not be right or still not feel yeah. right and like pretty much 10 times out of 10 once you make that decision you're much better off and yeah. so much happier and like you're never really going to look back and be like I wish I didn't do that and if you did then mm-hmm. you're an adult you can go yeah. b- back and have that yeah. conversation with that person but you're way more likely to remain unhappy if you stay there and don't make that move. And it's like, I think everybody deserves to have their dream life. Like he maybe wants a stay-at-home girlfriend and that's fine. He'll find that. And I want somebody who wants me to be independent and go make Mm -hmm. my own money and I deserve that. And it's like, we both deserve to have our happiest life, but that life can't be together because, you know, it has to like, there's this fork in the road. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, I think either one of us should never have to compromise. Like, why should he not totally. have that? And why should I not have that? Right. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So. Yeah. Was it like a mutual understanding? Like when you guys. Yeah. It like, was, we both knew. It was just like, okay. Yeah. You know, we got to just figure this out. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Like two years after COVID starts, that like things yeah. are reopening. Mm-hmm. So like you're like reopening your love life. Everything. Like, <laughs> let's re-look at this yeah. from a different lens. And. <laughs> Is this working? And it wasn't. And I yeah. think that's like beautiful in itself that you were yeah. able to like. Find yeah. That. It was like a very adult kind of. Yeah. Moment. Yeah. You know? Very mature. All right. You totally don't have to answer this if you don't want to. Um, but what were like the red flags when you at that six month mark when you saw the relationship kind of like dwindling? Um, I don't know if there was like really red flags but when I moved down there it was like his entire like his family his friends his life and everything and I was just so far removed from my life that I felt like oh my god like you know my girlfriends couldn't even really come down to visit me because it's almost three hours away Mm -hmm. so it just became very apparent that this was going to be a very 
I don't want to say a one-sided relationship, but it was just, it was hard, you know? Like, yeah. kind of feeling like you're leaving, mm. uh, even though it's not that far from LA to San Diego, like, I'm making it sound like it's a different country. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it was definitely, like, a big adjustment from everything. And plus, LA is just so different from any other area, basically, yeah. in California, yeah. because it's, like, the entertainment. Like, everything is heavy here with, like, right. creatives and stuff. Where in San Diego, there's, like, mostly nine-to-fives. Mm-hmm. And, and it's for so us, lax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was, like, a big change, for sure. Yeah. Totally. More of, like, a, what's the word, intuition instead of a red flag. Yeah. And, like, I always compare it sometimes, like, what you're saying. I'm always, like, I feel like someone's plus one. And you should never feel like someone's plus one in a relationship. Like, you know, you're around all their friends and all their whatever, which is fun for, like, a night to be someone's plus one. But, like, for life, like, I'm living with you, and this is, I'm just going to like be in your life and I don't feel a part of it. Like that's a gut feeling for sure to be like, mm. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did it get to the point where he was like meeting your family, like probably over FaceTime or something? Anything no, like that? my family's all in Pennsylvania, but that's like another thing. Like the ones I was just like, I was telling him a story about my parents and I'm like, do you even know like my mom's name or something? I forget. Oh, no. It was really? something like that. He's like, you don't, you didn't ever tell me. I'm like, no, I've told you a lot of times. And it was just things like that, that I was just like, He's just all about his life. Because you're right. there and you're present with yeah. his life and his family that it's like, oh, uh, yours doesn't really matter. I forgot. Yeah. What's your mom's name again? She's not yeah. here. She's not physically here. No, so exactly. And I was just like, this is like, I'm not used to this, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, it shouldn't be like this. I don't mean to go full therapist mode, but like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm but like I'm thinking about, about She's it. like, Mackenzie and David never talked to me this much. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm just thinking like, I wonder if like you making that dramatic change to your life to like, I'm going to go move to like San Diego to be with closer to where you were. And like, that was him taking like a mental note of like, Oh, she's coming to me. Mm -hmm. Like, this is about me. Like I am the like center of her world in a way where it's like, that was never the case. And you were doing that as a kind person. But But also again, (laughs) us just talking about your life while you're on camera and you're like, (laughs) but your life is so full of like going to events and like Uh doing stuff like you said. So like he might, to Gianni's point, like have thought that that's like what life was going to be like. Like he might've not known all that you have to offer because yeah. during COVID there wasn't like your job and your whole life was basically like a, yeah. like oh, I couldn't like influencers in general, like they're you, everyone's whole life is like these events and mm-hmm. pictures and going places. And you know, like you couldn't holes. do anything. Like yeah. you're just sitting at home being like, okay, when's my turn again to like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's not necessarily like, Oh, it's, it was just you being nice. It was just like, that was your circumstances at the time. Like yeah. it was just what you had to kind of do because otherwise you're just sitting at home. Like, by yeah. yourself if right. you're not sure. moving to San Diego right. to like you know yeah yeah what we do for love yeah <laughs> what's the other option like like again you're like I could go be happy and try this out and like you know see what happens and yeah. it could be great mm-hmm. or I could just like sit at home and play my Nintendo Switch for another month and yeah. wait until the world opens again like <laughs> Jenna I guarantee you a Nintendo Switch is only relatable to you in this room <laughs> in this room know, bitch like, uh, there no, are several listeners. I literally like, bought my Nintendo, Nintendo Switch, Switch like, totally, during yeah, COVID I because I was like, what else am I going to do other than play Mario Kart? It literally was. I needed to play Mario Kart in that moment. Oh my God. And I had never like wanted a video game system. And I'm like, I need to play Mario Kart right now. Oh I asked my, my mom to send me my old Wii anyways. Wait, that's a perfect segue for a question I want to ask Abigail. Um, What's your favorite Nintendo Switch game? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. I'm literally going to leave this room. I'm like, I'm gay. I don't know how to game. Oh my God. Okay, so post breakup, like what was your go-to thing to do to kind of get you out Mm. of that mindset? Like where did you, I guess, go-to thing to do, but also like did you pick up a hobby, a passion or anything to kind of reset you? Yeah, so when we broke up, um, it was like, thanksgiving around like last year yeah last year or last last year not like two months ago and we kind of had already talked like should we wait till like after the holidays to do this and i'm like let's just honestly we have to Why just start it? the process like mm-hmm. let's not you know delay this any longer so I moved out of the house. I began moving out in November, and it took so long. And then my new house that I live in now, he helped me, like, get all set up with it and stuff. And But I couldn't move into there until February. So I had this other apartment up in Beverly Hills that I was just, like, staying at pretty much in between. And then there was, like, a six- to eight-week gap where we were kind of still talking every day. And then finally I was just, like, we had to just stop talking. Like, 
we have to just both go through this. And I know like neither of us really wanted to face that like level of knowing that it's over because mm-hmm. we were kind of just still holding on to like the friendship part. And we're like, we have to just, we need to just stop speaking. Like we have to go no contact for yeah. like yeah. two months at least, mm-hmm. you know, one day down the road we could be friends, but right now it's just, we, yeah. we just can't do it. Right. So then, um, yeah, we just stopped talking. We both blocked each other on everything. And then <laughs> to go from like, we wanted to keep yeah. up with the friendship to like, so then we blocked each other on yeah. everything. <laughs> I had an ex that I did that with and like, cause it was the same yeah. thing together for two years. We talked like every day for the next six months. And then I was like, oh my God, if we don't go no contact. Yeah. Like, Everyone says like, that. thing is never going to end. It's never going to end. Blocked each other on everything and now we're friends again. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Everyone so, says that that's like just the no contact for until you know, like you'll know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's basically what I did. And then people handle breakups differently. Like my girlfriend's like, we got to go out. Like, let's like meet guys. And I'm like, for me, it's like guys are never an issue. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's more like, no, what I want to do is I want to just focus 1 million percent on myself. The last thing I want to do is like get involved with somebody else. And even like, I feel like no matter what, you have to go through the pain of it. So if you just distract yourself with like a rebound, eventually you're going to just still, no matter what, you're going to have to deal with the hard part of the breakup. You know, you can only kind of distract yourself for so long. So I like to deal with the hard part in the beginning, cry, grieve, journal, be like, what did I learn from this? What, what like lessons am I bringing out of this? Like into my next, you know, whenever that may be relationship. What do I really want to focus on this year? Blah, blah, blah. And then then when you're ready, I think you should date other people. But for me, it's like, why would I want to bring in, like, an innocent person just to, like, distract me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what if that person ends up, like, catching feelings? And then I have to be like, listen, you were just like a, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. it's not fair to them. Like, I don't want to be, like, an asshole. Totally. It's, it's sad you for know? them. Also, yeah. they're like, I have a theory that they're taking your energy. Yeah. Like, that yeah. energy that you want to focus on channeling to yourself and getting yourself in a really good spot and feeling great about yourself like you're just giving that away to like a hookup and then if you just keep doing that exactly you're left with nothing and then a lot of the time when people like they don't have their correct goggles on you could Mm -hmm. smell somebody who's on the rebound like right away they're just like aggressive they're just trying to move everything along so quickly like you know and then I feel like yeah it's just I don't know it's just not good to just rush into anything because then sometimes it backfires and then you end up missing your ex even more because you're yeah. like, these people suck. These are all fuckboys that I've been going on these dates with. It's like, of course you're going on dates with fuckboys because you don't have the right, you're not seeing things from like a clear head. You're seeing things as like, I want to get myself back out there and prove that I'm still hot and I still mm-hmm. have it. But then you're just like, you don't think straight. And then you're just left feeling like empty, like, you know, maybe he wasn't that bad. Like compared yeah. to these last four dates I met on Hinge. Like it's like, you know, yeah. so I think it's better to just kind of pace yourself, deal with it, like then think like, okay, what do I, what am I looking for in the next person that I date and have like your list of, you know, non-negotiables, all that stuff. And then you could kind of weed out your potential options with like a clear lens. Oh my yeah. God. You I just said, that. yeah, you yeah. just said two things that like made me think of two questions, <laughs> but I do want to get into like the questions we actually okay. have for you okay, because- okay. We're now in 31 minutes, okay. and, like, you're just saying so many things that are interesting to me. Um, but This okay. is a good episode. Right? Yeah. I'm intrigued. <laughs> so you mentioned fuckboys. Uh-huh. First question, what do you, like, where do you go to avoid fuckboys? Boy, fuck is there, like, a dating app that's better for no fuckboys, or? I've actually never been on a dating app. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah. So like, uh... Usually, if <laughs> <laughs> Usually if I meet somebody, it's, like, through someone who knows them. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's like, hey, like, this guy that I know, he's friends with, like, my boyfriend or whatever, like, he wants to... Because most of my friends that would maybe approach me from that angle, I would kind of trust their judgment because they don't try to, like, set me up often. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't, I don't do the dating app thing. Okay, good. Amazing. Love yeah. That. Honestly, yeah. I feel like... Even back when I was on dating apps, I it, it was back in the day. She's like last week. <laughs> it, um, like it still helps to be like to see who you have mutual friends with, and to like yeah. if someone's like, oh, I know that guy. Like we went to college, like college together, or whatever it is. Like you, you just feel a little bit better. Yeah. So to in general, just even if it's a blind date situation, which in this day and age there are no blind dates because social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But 
even if it's that sort of situation, like you said, there's more trust there because someone who you trust is like yeah. making that connection and bringing you around them. And yeah, it's obviously like a, you a trust their opinion. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, if it doesn't work out, then it's like not as awkward. I don't know. Yeah. Because no, you have that's so true. some mutual people. And it leads you to like less ghosting too, because there's like that sense of like community and like, oh, like, I can't ghost you and like be shitty to you because we have these people in common. And then like, I don't want that reputation. Yeah. yeah. You're friends true. with my bestie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's better than like meeting someone off. I'm literally thinking of situations where I got ghosted and then the mutual person had to be like, why did you ghost Jenna? And it was a whole thing. I'm like, that still doesn't take away that part, girl. Oh my God. Anyways. Okay, so. I'm like, Abigail's never been ghosted. Let's be serious. I know. There's no fucking way. She's doing the ghosting. Um, (laughs) Okay, so to end on not like a bad note about ghosting, um, my second question was, do you feel like you're journaling, you're manifesting of like, okay, this is what I want. Okay. Because so many people have told me you need to write out everything you want in a guy and like put it in a journal, manifest it, and that person will come to you. Do you feel like that's worked for you? Um, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like my last two serious relationships were pretty close to like what I'm looking for. But Mm -hmm. there was like a big I love traveling. That's, like, extremely important to me, and my ex does not really like traveling. All right. Now let's let's get into um, the questions. Okay. Um, I think these came from your Instagram, yeah? Yes. Okay, yes. amazing. Yes. I mean, some of these we, like, kind of touched on in our questions, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, like, I mean, the first one, which if there's any more you want to say on this, was, was it hard keeping your own identity in a relationship? So, I've obviously, that's kind of what we spoke about a lot. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if there's like any like kind of spin-off question I can ask with that. Like, mm. um, I mean, I guess we, co- we pretty much covered that. We can probably just move on. Yeah. yeah. But, um, okay. I mean, again, we've kind of talked about this too. No, but this <laughs> is a good one to be like, okay, step by step. Like, what do I need yeah, to yeah, do? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, the first question that comes from your Instagram is, <laughs> sorry, is what was your best way to recover after a breakup? Um, again, I think you just need to kind of almost give yourself like deadlines because we have this idea of like a girl crying on the couch, eating like a pint of ice cream and wallowing in self pity. And like, that's normal, but be like, okay, this first week after it, I'm going to just like do whatever I want. I'm going to drink mm. a bottle of wine every, like, you know, <laughs> four hours. I'm going to eat ice cream, watch movie, cry, mm-hmm. but be like, but, you know, I'm only giving myself seven days. Like, next Monday, that's when I'm going to start, like, you know, working out, eating healthy. And even though you might still be sad, you're kind of feeling like there's, like, an end. There's, like, a light at the end of the tunnel, not just, like, when is this going to, like, stop? Because you're still going to be you're sad. Always gonna but be if sad. you kind of had to, like, see yourself from like a third person mm-hmm. and be like all right we gotta like just stay on like stay on schedule and you'll get through this you know and there's like stages like sadness anger whatever it's like the stage totally. of grief yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same thing you totally. know? Yeah. and to not speak to them and do yeah, the no contact thing because I feel like yes. that kind of go like you can't have the stage of grief because you're not um, grieving something if you're yeah. still talking to them every day yeah. and I believe that's the denial stage <laughs> of being like we're still talking every day this yeah. is not a breakup but I've no, got to say sure. it's probably up there and then totally. like another thing that I realized that was really helpful is like think of the time right before you met them Mm. because sometimes we are we're like oh my god what is my life like without this person because you come you become so enmeshed with each other totally but you're like I can't even remember like life before them but it's like sometimes just journal and be like I had a full life before this person and Mm -hmm. I'll have a full Mm -hmm. life after them and even though you can't imagine that future life you just have to trust trust the process like there was a whole full life of people you know, experiences before you even knew this person existed. Yeah, absolutely. And going back to things that like made you happy then. And like you said, a big part of your last relationship was that you didn't get to do the things that you wanted to do or maybe hang out with the people you wanted to hang out with so much. And like, you can kind of think about those things almost like 
journaling I think a lot of people too you mentioned journaling and you mentioned journaling but like what you can write down people are like I don't know what to do literally like I'll just be like what did I like what makes me happy like literally um, what brings me serotonin even if it's something I remember from like my childhood like write Mm -hmm. it down and then find something that you can do present day that brings you that same joy and like yeah no I love that and like write down like think of everything that you're going to be gaining Mm -hmm. with being single like I'm gonna have time to watch all my shows that this person hated I'm gonna have time to like work out and focus on me and go you know do all this stuff where I'm not gonna be just you know attached to this person's hip like think about everything you're going to gain and it kind of helps you just see through the you know mess totally that's the aftermath of it a little bit oh my god I loved that that was so elevated (laughs) um so elevated (laughs) elevated. literally it was like I'm like taking a lot of this advice right now. Yeah. <laughs> no tea, no shade <laughs> to the man out there. But a lot of it is relationship <laughs> advice too. Like, I, yeah. I think people who are listening who are going through a breakup can learn from this. And yeah. I also think people who are in a healthy, happy relationship can learn yeah. from this because yeah. I think so many people who think they're in a happy, healthy relationship don't realize how much of themselves that they've given up for that. Yeah. Or and lost. I think. Yeah, or lost without even realizing it, like, consciously. And I think that's, like, a very, very important, like, I always tell people, like, I'm in a long-distance relationship, and obviously that sucks, don't get me wrong, but you are still your own person, Mm -hmm. and you're able to then, like, when you are able to then live your life together with that person, you're able to be like, yo, I'm my full self, and I still love you, and I, like, you, but you have your own separate life, and, you know, whatever works for some people, but I think this is beneficial for, like, everyone listening, whether or not you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Sure. That, like, brings us to our next question. It's literally, (laughs) what advice do you give to friends going through a breakup? And I'm going to switch up this question, because obviously, we gave a lot of advice, but, like, what is, like, top three things you would say never do who to your friends that are going through a breakup don't keep in touch mm-hmm. for sure don't stalk their social media from like finstas that's a good one because obviously everyone kind of makes their life look amazing nobody's going to be posting sad cryptic things <laughs> about like heartbreak and stuff mm-hmm. so while you're home dealing with it and then you see like oh they're out having fun without me and it's like people have different ways of dealing with things some mm-hmm. people like to distract themselves some people like to kind of lean into like the and they're probably pain. posting that so that you see of it course. and go oh they're yeah. so moved on yeah. yeah and then you think oh my god something's wrong with me they just replaced me so quickly and then you start looking at their following list and you just go mm-hmm. down a rabbit hole and then you're mm-hmm. like I'm supposed to be focusing on me right mm-hmm. now and I'm just spending more time on this person that's part of my past and like the longer you entertain that it, it just becomes you're just giving more time to this relationship, even though it's over. Right. Because you're still holding on to somebody that's no longer part of your future, you know? Yeah. And that's like, you can't do that. You gotta no, just, literally. Whatever they do, whoever they're with, it's like no longer concerns you. Yeah. You know? What you said about avoiding social media is so yeah. true. Have you guys ever been on an ex's close friends story still? No. After a breakup? No, it no. is no. debilitating. <laughs> <laughs> like I the temptation... Of, like, wanting to click on that close friend story, oh, knowing that it's probably, like, 50 or less people, and they will see that you watch their close friend story, yeah. and it's just like, oh, I want to click it so bad, but I know oh, I shouldn't. Okay, anyway. the thing about that, though, is that some people are cuckoo and yeah. do, like, I'm going to add just my ex just to my, my close ex. friends mm-hmm. and post this, like, super hot photo yeah. so that they think, well, who else is getting to see the super hot photo? No, 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 no. Oh and no, really, it's just you. It's just, like, and it's people, like, <laughs> yeah. social media is ruining the world, us as we do this podcast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from your favorite talent managers that we ever played. <laughs> um. You can quote me on that. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. We're a little tipsy from the champagne. <laughs> Anyway, next question. Um, this is such an interesting one, and I feel like we could talk about this for hours, but we will try to do our best and talk as <laughs> okay. much as we've already done. Um, do you believe in getting closure? And what does closure mean to you? So I have gone back and forth with this, obviously. Um, again, luckily in my relationship, it was like closure for both of us. We both kind of knew what we wanted, but I know that there have been different maybe like with my girlfriends and stuff maybe even some of mine in the past I can't really remember like some of them but um sometimes if it just ends abruptly you have like this lingering because I I read this quote once that said like we only obsess over like unfinished whatever it is relationships or 
everything. Like we obsess over things that aren't complete kind of. And I feel like closure and the idea of closure kind of plays into like human um, insecurities and our ego and our need to feel validated. And it's like, what is the closure? Like if you got cheated on, like why was she better than me? What made you so unhappy that you did that? Or if somebody just ghosts you, like, you know, I wasn't even worthy of a, a goodbye call or a goodbye text or email. It's like we seek this like, this final say from people, but like you have to kind of give it to yourself because even if they do give it to you, you still will probably want more. Mm -hmm. Like even if they're like, listen, I just wasn't happy. It wasn't you. It's me, whatever. You'll be like, okay, like that's closure. And then you'll be like dwelling on it. Like, well, wait, like why, you know, let's expand on that. And no matter what, you'll just be grasping for more and more straws that I feel like people just in general. What is it about me? Yeah. (laughs) you'll, You'll keep kind of digging deeper into that hole. And it's like, Sometimes you just have to give closure to yourself, you know? I think it's circumstantial, too, because, yeah. like, how you said in your relationship, maybe he's a good guy. It's not like he cheated. It's yeah. not like you guys don't get along, like, this and that. It was just genuinely, like, a time and place, and this isn't really working kind of thing. Yeah. And in that case, I feel like, sure, you can have closure because, especially in those cases, you're probably both pretty mature if you're both still getting along. Hopefully one person isn't like, yeah. what? I didn't see this coming. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> I just think, like, yeah, it is very circumstantial. I think in the case of, like, somebody cheating or something yeah. really horrible happening, it's, like, just kind of move on and take the yeah. L. And like, there's definitely some situations where if somebody, like, abruptly leaves their partner yeah. for somebody else out of nowhere and you're, like, blindsided, yeah. like, yeah. you're probably, like, what the fuck? You know yeah, I mean? just for so, peace of mind, like, hey, yeah. can we at least have a convo about this? Like, yeah. I just need something. Totally. Yeah. It definitely is circumstantial for sure. Totally. Um, okay, cool. So next question, which we kind of touched on a little bit, but you've already kind of given your stance is, have you ever stayed in a relationship after being mentally done? Um, yeah, I think probably my last one, just because we lived together. So it wasn't like, it was just very hard again to like uncouple everything and moving into a new place and just undoing all of the stuff that we had done together. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was probably the longest I've stayed after but usually when I make up my mind about something it's like it's kind of I can't it's hard for me to go back you're an Aquarius That's you a can't sign now that I know you're an Aquarius I'm like you can't Things hide what you're feeling so much more sense. you <laughs> yeah no that's actually amazing and I think too like this question being worded mentally done is I think like kind of important because I think sometimes you're like like you said like mm, maybe I'm not happy but like yeah. what is happiness anyway like you kind of like go through all that but yeah. once in your own head you're like no, I'm done. Like, you're yeah. done. Especially sure. now that I know you're, you're an Aquarius. I'm yeah. like, yep. Once and you're also, done, you're done. And also, like, I don't like to ever lead people on, whether it's that's awesome. new people. That's so nice of you. New people or, or even, like, existing <laughs> yeah. relationships. Like, if I know that I'm done, I, I don't like to be, like, affectionate anymore. You know, it's like yeah. a, there's, oh. like, a switch that just goes. Because yeah. cause that's fake. And, again, yeah. you're an yeah. Aquarius, girly, yeah. and you can't be fake. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, like you can't. Yeah. It's hard to, like, lie, especially when it comes to actual feelings yeah. and like telling someone you love them like that's huge yeah it's like you feel like you're like cringing yeah yeah have okay. you ever been broken up with which i cannot imagine anyone ever breaking up with you uh, but i don't think speak your truth like me either no. i can never imagine it <laughs> no i don't think like a serious breakup maybe like if you have like an on and off person and you're like arguing with them and they're like I can't take this anymore we're done but it's like one of those like 24 hour things yeah Mm -hmm. that probably happened to me but it never like a a permanent breakup yeah I don't think yeah do you feel like they are mostly like mutual breakups yeah okay that's good yeah I love that I I feel like that's when you know it's like when both parties are like like good people because you know you don't want to hurt like the other person again if no like cheating or hurting or anything intentional is involved most of the time you're just like I'm so sorry I'm not happy like you're the best, but we're just not great together. Yeah. And I think that's exactly. a very telling thing because it shows how much you like respect value and respect yeah. the other person. Yeah, exactly. And yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, amazing. Um, do you believe in therapy for breakups? Yes, I definitely do. Um, I actually have never gotten a therapist for therapy. At, like last year, I was just reading a ton of books and websites and stuff but I for sure would do that because I think like sometimes your friends and your family obviously they're trying to kind of maybe 
give you like stuff that you want to hear and sometimes it's nice to just hear somebody's opinion that has like no knowledge of you your ex anything and it's just like very you know direct brutal honesty yeah help you see things like clearly so i'm i'm all for there totally and it can affect your mental health as well if you like let yourself believe certain like oh i'm not good enough and and like you can literally develop depression based on a breakup because you just put all this like junk in your head that isn't true yeah it's Right. And then, oh, oh yeah. Oh, sorry. no, no, you go. No, I was going to say, and obviously, like, there's different situations. Like, if somebody cheats on you and stuff, then the person's, like, the villain. But there's a lot of times where we kind of, like, make ourselves into a victim. And I feel like the longer we hold on to, like, the victim mentality, it's harder for us to heal, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Instead totally. of being like, my ex is, like, the worst person in the world. Like, sometimes it's good to just be like, listen, we just weren't meant to be. And it's easier because I feel like feeling hate is like an even stronger emotion than love. Like they say like the opposite of love isn't hate, Mm. it's indifference. Like when you get to a point where Mm. you really don't have like passion and hate and disgust towards your ex, I feel like you know that the love isn't there anymore because if you still feel anger and heated and all this stuff, you know that it's just like love bottled up and hurt kind of. So when you reach that point of just like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think sometimes get yourself like out of that victim mentality because you'll just keep replaying that over and over again and you, you'll start to feel like helpless. Like, why did this happen to me? And right. I feel like once you take that power back and be like, listen, it wasn't him. It wasn't me. We just, our paths, you know, we were only meant to be in each other's lives for like a chapter, not like the whole mm-hmm. book. And that's it. And that kind of helps you get your power back. I know I love that and I have like a little note on that too which I'm sure like everyone's heard because it's like therapy 101 um and also kind of like (laughs) like breakup 101 but the advice of talking to yourself the way you would your best friend if they were going through the same thing because like everything you just said is so hard to say to yourself like listen you're still lovable you're still a hot ass bitch like you still have all these things going for you that's hard to do but you know you'd say that to your best friend in a heartbeat like you would say that a million times so I feel like that's like the best advice I've ever learned in terms of self-love after being hurt or you know whatever if you're not getting that validation from a significant significant other anymore or maybe again can't like afford afford therapy or don't have yeah. so you know whatever just talk to yourself in that way that like you're your own best friend i love that no, i love that I love for that. sure also i really want to go back to that tea question but frame <laughs> it differently has an ex ever tried to get back at you or successfully Ooh. gotten back at you um probably like back in like no, none of my recent ones. Interesting. Yeah. I'm like, what's going to go viral on Snapchat? I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I hear so many, I know, I hear so many stories of like, he yeah. posted my number on Craigslist and said I was oh giving away God. puppies. Oh and, God. or like, there was someone I knew whose ex like posted their number during Coachella to be like giving away Coachella tickets. Oh my like, God. Men are crazy. Let me, straight men are crazy. Well, <laughs> actually, there's a lot of crazy gay men too. Oh, wait, actually, I, I helped one of my friends get back at her ex once. I need to know. Pray tell. So we, Put, we put an ad on Craigslist that he was selling a PlayStation whatever for like a really cheap price and we gave his work phone and his, his cell phone and all this stuff. So his phone was just ringing. They're like, hey, we're calling for uh, whatever. We heard about this PlayStation and he's like, what? And they would just call his office all it's day long. It's innocent prank, like, but yeah. it's so it's funny. Inconvenience him yeah. like for like a little bit because he inconvenienced your life yeah. Like, yeah that's harmless it is harmless. You know, it, it's harmless but it's like but funny. it's so yeah. annoying there's to no them. way for them yeah. to like tie it to her yeah as long like, as you're not like getting them in trouble with the no law, yeah no no that's, that's not fun. good no yeah. i feel like that's like bad yeah. karma yeah, yeah i'm such a believer in karma by yeah. the way so oh, i agree with that yeah, yeah. The universal always for sure oh my gosh okay so, do you prefer being single or in a relationship, and why? I honestly prefer being single. I always have, and it's not even like because I'm like, oh, I want to, you know, go hook up with like a million guys. Like that's not even my style. But it really is like I really do like my freedom and just having my freedom of schedule. Like if I want to sleep in late, you know, and I'm not answering the phone. I don't mm-hmm. want somebody to be like where were you till three in the afternoon? I'd be like, I was actually sleeping. <laughs> it's like someone to answer to constantly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I really do like kind of that just flexible, like being able to kind of watch whatever I want to watch. If I want to watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for 12 mm-hmm. hours, you're not going to be like 
complaining. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Miss Independent. I love yeah. it. Aquarius I know, Queen. I was say, I'm Aquarius telling you. Queen. Now that I know, I'm like, it yeah. makes so much sense. I was that way in like high school. I remember being like, why would I like have a boyfriend that like I had to check? Like when someone would ask me to do something, I would be like, oh, like let me just see if I'm yeah. hanging out with my boyfriend that day. Like, ew. I know. No. <laughs> what? Okay, sorry. Seriously. <laughs> Oh my god! So I think there's. <laughs> I'm like trying to bring us back. Um, <laughs> um, there's one more question, and then okay. there's our red flags game, which I'm really excited for. Okay. Um, but have you ever gotten back with back together with an ex? Um. Yes. Like I had a one of my relationships before I had moved to LA was like the most on and off toxic relationship for like three years. Mm-mm. And it was just, like, every single time we broke up, it would be for longer. It would be for, like, two weeks, then, like, two months. Then, finally, I was just, like, what the hell are we even doing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And neither of us wanted to, like, you know, completely sever ties. But it was just, like, oh, my God. It was such an energy drainer. And we both, like, now we're friends and we could laugh about it. But at the time, we're, like, this is the last time. We swear. Like, we're (laughs) never getting back. And then, like, again, it would be a couple months later. And I feel like now I would never do that because it's just such a waste of time. The no contact yeah. rule. Yeah. You didn't no. imply it yet. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I know that. I didn't know about it at that time. <laughs> Dude, that just came so yeah. for full circle. That yeah. was crazy. It really did. And that's why you don't keep in contact with exes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um. So we just have a couple of different prompts. And, yeah, I guess you just can basically say, smash your pass. These are all different <laughs> red flag prompts. Okay. No, these are so good. <laughs> so the first one is... You meet a guy, he checks all your boxes, but he's friends with all of his exes. Pass. Ooh. Well, <laughs> I mean, so pass means no, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends. Wait, let's let's dig deep into this well, one. Yeah. Yeah, like, are they, like, besties yeah. from childhood? No. Did they, like, match on a dating app at one point and then right. become friends? Yeah. Like, but even still, like, imagine you're going to his birthday party and, like, Several other females are there that he yeah. has been romantically and sexually well, if anything, involved with. I would with. prefer that he's friends with all of them because mm. if, if he was only friends with like one, I'd be like, this is a little mm, weird. Okay. If he's friends with all of them, it means he's a good person. Maybe he just doesn't like drama and yeah. kind of just, you know, it is what it is. But if there, if he hates like all of them except for maybe like one. He has 15 exes, but he's yeah. friends with every single one. <laughs> it's almost like, is he a little too Switzerland? Yeah. yeah. Is he a little too neutral? Yeah. With it? No, no, no. True. No, no, no. We have to maybe get some more details on these. Yeah, yeah. We we're going to give a, a yeah. soft pass to that guy. Soft pass. Contextual pass. Yeah. I love that. Oh, my God. This one's so much easier. Actually, I don't know. Um, okay, he's 80, but he's wor- his net worth is over $30 million. But he's 80 years old. I mean... <laughs> How much of that is he willing to spend on me, though? Right, and how yeah. close well, is he to dying? Well, he's 80. <laughs> how are we going to get that will? <laughs> right, like... Then I think it's a smash. If we smash, yeah. are we in the will? <laughs> yeah, if we smash, are we in the I mean, if you're past, you're definitely not. So. And, like, what is the level of smashing that we need to do? Yeah, like, right. Exactly. I, can he still smash? Can he question. smash? Yeah. I don't, even know if, I don't even know if you'd want it, but yeah. anyway. We'll give him a soft smash. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> soft smash for the f- okay. Soft, soft smash, smash for this guy. Soft, soft pass, pass for the first guy. First yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your third prompt is. Okay. He is a famous NBA player, but he's five five. So oh. I would say pass. Which not, like which not because of NBA his height. Not because of his height. Because I wouldn't want to date somebody who's a famous NBA player. I don't care about the shortness. Yes, cool. I yeah. need that answer. I yeah. need that answer. Love that. Okay, yeah. good for you. Pop off. <laughs> All right. He is a bad communicator, but he's empathetic. I mean, that he mean understands it. how you're That's feeling, like but he yeah. won't tell you that he yeah. gives a shit. Probably, <laughs> probably smash. I mean, pass. Or, okay. or smash. Smash. Smash is a good one, right? Yeah. 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 Like, he what? sucks at communicating, but at least smash. he has, like, the emotion of feeling. Yeah, like, right. could he like, learn to be, on. like, more open with his feelings? Probably. Yes. Is he teachable? Is he teachable? <laughs> yeah. Smash, yeah. and I'll change him. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is, like, right now, they cancel out. Because if you can't communicate your empathy, then, like, right, what's the exactly. point? Yeah. But everyone can learn here. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so this question was, he is a billionaire, but he wants an open relationship, and I know how I feel. I would say smash as long as it's open both ways. Like, yeah. okay. okay, it's open, open. Not like I can't, you know, be with other people, but you get to be with all these girls. Like, if it's open, then we're both gonna be able to do whatever we want. Okay, pop off. No, and like I would that. know I'm not gonna end up with this person, but right. for like you know six months to a year. Maybe just get whatever you can. Help them like invest in one of your businesses. Hell yeah. yeah. Whatever. And then be like, Love the way your mind works. Yeah. Okay. Not to derail from the game, but have you ever been in an open relationship? No. Go off Do you think you could? No. Me either. Me too, girl. No. Absolutely not. No way. We should do an episode on open relationships. That would be interesting. Number one monogamy stand. I've never cheated on anyone. I physically like can't do it. I just don't Mm. get it. Like I'm like, dude, then break up. Like you're clearly. We'll do a separate episode on cheating. Yeah, Yeah. no, literally. (laughs) I know. Um, Okay, the next one is he is a perfect boyfriend, but does not click with your friends or family. But is great to you. I don't know. I would say probably like soft pass, like. Could he be... Could you change him? Yeah, could you change him? <laughs> Everything's learn, a soft pass learn. when you can change yeah. anyone. Guys, the thing is, is like, I know they say not to change people, but I fully believe people Whoa. can change and you should change people. Yeah. Whoa. That's a hot take. Right, that's a really hot <laughs> and you can take. quote him on that. I feel like you can't, you can't change like the basis the base of somebody line. is, like right. they're like, you know, foundation of who they are. Yeah. yeah, but there's things you could maybe change or alter like and there's also people sometimes go through phases mm-hmm. you have to be like is this a phase or is this really your character are you out right. partying all the time now because you're 25 years old or are you just an alcoholic and you're never going to change and grow out of it you're going to be the same way when you're 45 because there are some people that just go through phases right based on life you know whatever yeah and then some that just that's who they are at the core and they'll never Change, so. Right. It's like you have to be on high alert because like those are things that you'll pick up on mm-hmm. as you like are in a relationship with someone. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's For like because sure. if they can change, there's potential. There. Yeah, of course. All right. So you are in love, but he doesn't remember things like your anniversary or your birthday. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I would probably say pass. Honestly, I, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. How in love are you if you don't remember my birthday? Yeah. Like. This is making me think of yeah. This is making me think of two year guy that didn't remember her family's name. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's like you're not like it it just shows lack of like yeah care and like also it's like are you inquiring about my life like at all? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right, love that. (laughs) (laughs) The next one is he is a famous actor with good morals, but he. Quote, sold his soul to Hollywood. Illuminati question mark? Yeah. <laughs> so I think like to rephrase, I it's like he is very famous. He's a successful actor and he has good morals. He's like a good person, but mm-hmm. he is like completely wrapped up in the Hollywood entertainment scene. That's like his whole life. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like where his rest of his life's gonna lie. Um, I mean, I guess it would depend on like what the definition of sold his soul to Hollywood <laughs> is. Like like, yeah. if he literally did, how much? Yeah. No. <laughs> because, like, I feel like somebody's character is really, really important. And, like, if somebody makes decisions based on opportunities over based on their, like, moral compass, then it's not somebody that you really want to be involved with, like, long term, kind of, you know? But it's, like, if they, you know, maybe just left somebody that they were working with prior <laughs> to, like, get, like, a better opportunity, like, is that really that bad? You right. know, but if they like screwed over somebody that they were close to to kind of like go up in the rankings, then that's not somebody that I would really want to. Which be. I feel like is the definition of selling yourself. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is like, yeah. what can I do to get further? Yeah. Right. <laughs> he has a private jet, but he wants his parents to move in with you both. That's a hard pass. Hard pass. No. Wow. Literal really? firm pass on that. Yeah. No way. Like I feel like somebody's family is important, but like the second that you. Or, like, a mama's boy or, like, just, like, I don't know. I, that's such a turnoff to me. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you can treat your mother really well. Yeah. But if you're, like, my mom is going to sleep in, in bed with us? between us. No. Like, that's. No. Ew. Uh, I love a mama's boy. 
Oh yeah. my god. That show is insane. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode of On Air, um, where we navigated the dark and depressing world of breakups. Um, I hope you guys have a great Valentine's Day, and I will talk to you guys soon. <laughs>